Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I'm your host as always, David Calvert, and thank you guys so, so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in, for taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. And uh, you might notice that there's a little bit different sound today. I finally got my new uh, headset and USB to lightning adapter for my phone. So I'm rocking a Logitech 390. It's basically a gaming headset with the uh, adapter to make it work with my iPhone. So it comes in super handy. Plus, I can plug my camera in with this adapter and transfer my um, my photos from my camera to my phone really easily too. So with that being said... I hope everything sounds better. I haven't actually listened to myself or recorded myself with it, except for one little quick thing I did in my den on Chirp, which used to be LookWide. So if you hear me mention Chirp, um, that is the new name for the LookWide app, which is the micro-podcasting platform where you can record the like the two-minute uh, podcasts, which I've been using to do a little bit of promotion here and there. And uh, it seems to be a pretty decent place. Um, you know, as far as for, for podcasting so far, though it's only on iOS, so kind of limits the amount of people who can partake. Um, but, you know, I'm sure they'll get out to Android soon. They're just starting up for the most part. I mean, heck, their employees are reaching out to people to ask them to podcast on the platform. So, you know, they can't be huge yet, um, you know, to that point where they'll be everywhere. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I said... I've got a big announcement to make. Um, I said that, um, or at least a semi-big announcement, um, I said that I had a goal of writing four books by uh, the end of 2019, right? So I was going to write two self-help books, one about networking, one about kind of my story and how I got started in LinkedIn. Uh, one would be a science fiction novel, a sequel to um, A Story of Hope, you know, Hurling Toward the Home. A story of hope. The other one was going to be another science fiction novel that was called Beyond the Wall. And no, it has nothing to do with the whole border wall nonsense. Um, <laughs> it is actually, um, it does have to do with walls though, and the differences between the city and the country. Um, you know, as far as sort of in a Judge Dread esque type of situation, everybody started huddling together in cities. And uh, there were still people out in the country, but, you know, they were just kind of left to their own devices, so to speak. Um, And uh, the city folk were, you know, the more civilized uh, and technologically advanced. So that's uh, the the fourth one. Well, the the one, uh, the self-help book where I was talking about my journey and my story and kind of like going over... um, that I actually finished writing. It's it's available. Uh, it's in Amazon right now. Um, the Kindle version. I just got the email um, that it was available. The print copy still in review. Usually that takes two to three days for it to come out. So before 2019, the first uh, out of four books. Uh, that I promised to write for 2019, before 2019, it will actually be out. It's not a super long book. It weighs in at, like, 58 pages. Um, 
but I spent like the first six chapters talking about things that I struggled with, overcame, uh, different things that I worked on, you know, basically just talking about me and how, where I was psychologically, where I was socially, where I was all these places, just to kind of show you guys that I'm like a normal guy, I've got problems just like everybody else, and then the second half of the book kind of starts to delve into what I did to kind of overcome that, how I ended up uh, getting to be in a podcast host, how I ended up getting to be a, um, you know, um, writing books and all this other stuff that I'm doing, how I started to kind of go into that and how like LinkedIn and social media and doing all these things and, and being encouraged uh, really inspired me to go ahead and do these things. So I'm super excited that that book will be available to print. I actually just got the email uh, this morning stating that uh, I could order my um, my pre-release copies, um, you know, just so I could get those. Um, so when I actually get to work, I am going to place the order for those and get those on the way. And yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. It's really awesome. Um, I also found something very interesting on Kindle Direct Publishing that I couldn't play with because I made a stupid move and went in and toyed with uh, my other print book, The Random Writings of an Aspiring Writer, and it was sitting in review, so I couldn't click on this. But before it grayed out, I saw something called Order Author Copies. So I'm going to check into that. And um, yeah, I just got the email about that as well, that that book, the review had been finished on it for the changes I made, which I didn't make any changes. And um, so I had that, and I'm going to check into that and see if I can order the author copies in bulk. Because if I can, I might just stick with Amazon. Now that I'm starting to understand how Amazon publishing works, you know, I've got, I've got uh, two books under my belt. Uh, the formatting on um, the new book, which is, excuse me, I don't think I have a box, um, is, is perfect. It is spot on. What I did is, since I didn't have Microsoft Office on my Mac, <clears throat> uh, and I'm not going to have it for a little while because this is still my old crappy Mac that's dying. It's got one foot in the grave. Heck, it might have two foot feet in the grave it may be bar being buried right now and i just don't know it um <laughs> it's in bad shape uh but when i get my new mac i'm going to get microsoft office but i figured out i changed the page size to the appropriate size which was super simple because i downloaded a template from amazon and i was like why can't i just go in there and change the page size myself so i did that and then you know on on word online they all you know they have almost all of the features that regular word has so, I went in and toyed with the feature, uh, with the formatting, and then did a preview reading mode uh, option, where it kind of reads it as like as if it was a book and shows you how the pages would be laid out. So I tinkered with it because the thing that sucks with Amazon is if you want to tinker with the formatting, um, there's no software editing. So basically, what you're left with is. You have to upload the manuscript, it processes it, it reads it, you do book preview, and it takes like four or five minutes for it to resort everything, 
and then you can look at the the format and see if it turned out correctly, which is why I did for my first book, The Random Writings of an Inspiring Writer. So, um, I did that. I got everything perfect. I exported it out to a PDF, downloaded it, um, did all of this without actually having Microsoft Office on my computer. Um, I'm going to go back and clean up the format of the other book. Now that I know how to do that, I'm just going to copy the manuscript into Word, uh, fix it, and then re-upload it so anyone who buys that book going forward will have a corrected copy and not one where there's a couple... Because there's a couple pages where the subject of the writing is on the page before the writing actually starts, you know, where it didn't go over to the other page like it was supposed to, uh, when I was looking at it on, uh, in Apple Pages, um, it looked fine, uh, but for some reason, um, it doesn't, uh, even though Amazon claims it reads pages, um, it just didn't transfer over correctly, and I was like, okay, I need to figure this out. So now that I've got that squared away, I'm going to fix it. So any future print copies that might be sold will have the corrected uh, manuscript attached to them and will look right. So there is that. Um, matter of fact, I might even do them, do them one page at a time so that each one has kind of its own focus. It'd leave a lot of blank space on the page. So I don't know if I want to do that. Um, though you would think, like, because I almost even said it too, you would think I'm doing this for, like, eco-friendly reasons, but I'm actually not. Because one thing I found out, that for every book that's printed, a tree is planted. So actually, it is more ecologically friendly to buy a print book because there's all these, because of all of the conservationism and all of that. It's actually more cons uh, conservationist to buy print books than it is to buy ebooks, because with an ebook, the book manufacturers are under no such obligation to plant a tree because there's no laws about that. There's no agreements that have been made, so you're actually helping the environment by buying print books, by buying paperback books. Believe it or not. Um, just a fun little fact that I learned. So I actually now will, well, I'm, I do this anyway just because it gives me more options. But whenever I buy a book, uh, I buy the digital copy and I buy the physical copy. So I actually buy two copies of each book that I buy. I know that seems excessive, but you never know what situation you're going to be in. And sometimes it's easier to have my iPad out. Sometimes it's easier to have my iPhone out. Sometimes it's easier to have a physical book. So, you know, whatever situation I'm in, I'm covered, and that's good. So it all works out. Um, yeah. So I've got these books, uh, these two books I've written. Um, one I wrote in a little bit more unorthodox way because it's, it's actually all a collection of inspirational blog posts and writings that I've done. Um, with some quotes mixed in. Uh, the new book um, is actually uh, writing from me. There are a few quotes I threw in there just because I was like trying to explain something. I'm like, and this reminds me of this. And, you know, so I threw the quote in there. Um, you know, like, uh, the, the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Uh, 
you know, it's a dangerous business going out your front door. Um, you know, if you don't watch your feet, there's no telling where you might end up. Um, you know, so I, I, I peppered in a couple quotes here and there. Obviously, they're, they're ac- you know, accurately depicted and, and uh, the names are um, listed. Um, I do have a confession to make. Um, because he's going to hear this episode anyway, and I don't know if he's going to buy the book, but just so he's aware of it. Um, actually, both of them, actually. Um, <laughs> I actually uh, plugged the the 11th chapter of the book, talks about podcasting, how I got into podcasting, and um, what my inspiration was for podcasting, things like that. Tells a little bit about the story, about how I got started, and how I had that self-doubt where I didn't think anyone... Uh, but maybe my mother would listen to it just out of pity because, you know, she felt bad because I had no listeners at all, um, which is not the case. You guys are fantastic, and I love every last one of you who listens. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's the way I felt when I first started doing this. And so, um, you know, I've talked about the Daniel Geffen Show, which was the uh, the podcast that inspired me to start doing um, doing these, uh, po- podcasts, um, because, you know, he was just recording it on his phone and uploading it from there, and there was no frills, no, no fancy business, just straight up my thoughts and emotions and, you know, whatever, and so that's what inspired me to actually get started. Um, the next one I talk about is Wonderful Radio Flanagan, because I talk about how, um, I had actually thought about like whether I should record in the shower, whether I should try and record while I was asleep, or whether I should record in the car because of the whole thing about aha moments that was mentioned in Alan Gannett's book, um, you know, The Creative Curve, and that Paul actually, um, you know, did record an episode in the shower. And uh, encouraged people to check out his podcast and um, listen particularly to that episode of Wonderful Radio Flanagan. And then last but certainly not the least, uh, the Morning Star Journal with Tariq and my good friend Tariq. Yes, if you're listening, uh, please by all means uh, get super embarrassed and send me a message on... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on Facebook, uh, no, I'm just kidding, uh, you know, you'll probably, I'm sure you'll probably send me a message on Facebook, uh, but yes, I mentioned your show, I mentioned how you actually heard my show, and were like, dude, I'm listening to this show, and this sounds like you, the guy's got your name, he drives a white Volkswagen Passat like you do, please tell me that you didn't start a podcast, uh, without telling anyone. And how I mentioned that I told you, like, dude, I haven't even told my wife, my parents, nobody. Nobody knows I have a podcast. And that's important. It's an important story to share because I talked about, you know, my self-doubt and how much that inner voice was telling me that there's no way I shouldn't be doing this. No one's going to listen to it. I'm stupid. You know, all of these different things that came up to my mind and how terrified I was to even do it in the first place. But I went ahead and did anyway, but I was still so terrified I couldn't tell anybody about it because I was afraid they'd laugh at me or make fun of me um, or say I was too stupid to run a podcast or whatever the case may be. You know, I had all these fears and why I didn't tell anybody. 
And then, of course, I had to uh, plug the fact that, you know, I interviewed you on episode 52 and that, um, and that you know, you started your own show as a result and talked about how great your show was and that it was, you know, you did retrospectives on these hidden gems, these movies, music, television shows, um, and video games, you know, like the game and you know that there were things that might not be super mainstream but that people still needed to check out so you were going out there and like hey look this is really cool you i bet you guys haven't heard of this yet let me talk about it this is something i have a passion for so i did talk about your show as well um so sorry i didn't ask permission i just kind of put it out there though of course the upside is with amazon i could go and erase it out if you wanted me to um, I hope that you don't, because I look at this as, like, a pretty kick-ass plug for, for your show, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of why I did it, uh, plus, you're my best friend, you know, so, yeah, sure, I want to talk about it, I want to tell people that you kind of, like, called me out for not advertising and, and really started me down this path, um, believe it or not, I actually had somebody actually reach out to me. Um, I've got a second client now, an official client who actually requested my services. Um, he reached out and asked me to, he said he loved what I was doing and, um, asked me to reach out and, uh, and, uh, set up, you know, his site on the Instagram and, um, and, uh, the website and, you know, all of that and to do all the free stuff that I could do to help him out with this thing, which is kind of funny since I was talking about taking down the dual podcast website, and that's actually how he emailed me. He emailed me through the Contact Us form, so that was really awesome. Um, so I guess that'll stay up. I mean, I really don't have to maintain it much. I basically just log in and add new shows to the podcast page, so it's not like I'm really doing much with the show unless somebody starts... Uh, donating, though of course I did shut down the Patreon site, so I might have to go through a different... May I'll probably just, instead of doing Patreon, I'll probably just have people support through, actually, Anchor FM. <clears throat> and, uh, or send me through PayPal or something, I don't know. I'll figure something out. But, you know, the Patreon site was something I had to keep up with, too. There's a different set of logins and all that, and it was just kind of a mess. So... <clears throat> So I actually did shut that down. But, you know, I'm so super excited as well because this mic and headset adapter, though it was a little bit more money than I've actually made on the show so far, um, I went ahead and, and bought it off the recommendation of Junaid, who runs Hacks and Hobby podcast. Um, so I bought it off of his recommendation. And it was only slightly more expensive than what the show actually um, had made. But the upside was, is I actually had, so it came out to be a wash, because I actually had, if I used my Amazon store card, I had enough rewards built up to cover what I was missing. So um, I used my Amazon rewards, which I've been trying to figure out how to spend for a while, <coughs> Because I don't really use my credit card anymore. I pretty much do all of my purchases off of my debit card directly. Um, so I used it. Um, and then the money that I made off the podcast, I 
you know, covered the rest of it. So thank you guys. You guys actually bought this headset and USB adapter for the show. I hope the show sounds phenomenal. This one I'm actually going to listen to after I upload it to Anchor. I'm actually going to listen to the raw audio and see how it sounds because I'm curious to see if it does pick up any of the car sounds because it's supposed to have noise cancellation and stuff, which I really didn't want. I don't want to mute the car, but I did want to get a better quality headset um, just because the headphones I have were starting to kind of get kind of wore out and messed up. Like, I had to actually, which is weird because it's a universal adapter plug, but I'd have to turn them one way and record it. It'd be, like, super, super quiet, so you probably noticed some where it was, like, almost static and it sounded like I was a, a mile away because I didn't realize this at first. Um, and then some recordings where I was a lot more clear and I was using the exact same headphones. The problem was, is depending on which way I plugged them in, because apparently they're starting to get messed up, um, would determine whether it was that quiet far away or the more clear audio. So, <clears throat> you know, I knew I was going to have to get something else. I wasn't sure if I was going to have to buy a pair of, like, Apple headphones, um, but they're pretty darned expensive. So I didn't really want to do that, because I think they run, like, 30 bucks, and I got this rig with the adapter. <clears throat> For like 56 um, and it's a much nicer headphone uh, jack and I can use it for more stuff than just my iPhone I can plug it into my computer which will come in handy because I actually had I've done some YouTube videos like how-to videos and people have actually complained they're like well I hope the audio on your show is better because the audio on this video is terrible and I'm like I'm using the computer's microphone like the built-in microphone on my desktop computer to record the episode and you know, I'm, I'm sitting like four feet away from it, so, you know, obviously the, the audio is not going to be crisp. The idea was to just get you guys useful, valuable information on how to increase your advertising. So, with that being said, I hope that you guys have had a fantastic holiday and the upcoming uh, New Year's holiday as well is fantastic. And I will talk to you all later. Thank you, and Car Thoughts out.